0: Welcome to Geek 5 Live.
1: That is correct. You are listening to Geek Vibes Nation, or as some people like to call this, Geek Vibes Live. Welcome back to, I'm not sure what episode this is, but I bet it's really long in the tooth. Um, <laughs> this is me. I'm your host today. I'm uh, Joel. I've been gone for like a month, and but I'm back and I'm hosting tonight. Um, but I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Um, Jawan,
0: are you there? I am here. I am here.
1: Good, good. Jawan's with me today wow, for five what, minutes.
0: That, wow, what an introduction, Jawan.
2: Yeah, that's a real. He that's is a here. real game changer. That's a real <laughs> game changer. of Introductions, here. everybody.
0: He asked me if I'm here, so I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm here. He wasn't originally
2: to
1: supposed <laughs> to be
0: here. He
2: wasn't originally supposed to
1: be here, but he's here for five minutes at the very least.
0: So welcome, anyway,
1: Jawan. Uh, Nick, you, are you, you there? Present. Nick is here, he's joining me today as well, and of course the uh I don't even know what to call you, Kanan, just Kanan. Kanan's here. Are you there, Kanan? Yes, the not so silent assassin tonight. The not so silent assassin, <laughs> especially recently, he is a blabber mouse. Alright, so there's <laughs> so many, so many topics we get to. It's it's freaking with day. It's been a pretty crazy week. Um but let's get let's get right to it, guys. Um let's start with some DC news. And the biggest DC news, at least for me this week, is um, the casting, of, or the in-talks uh, casting of uh, Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2. As they point out, uh, Kristen Wiig is in talk. Kristen Wiig, everybody, is in talks to, to, to play as Cheetah. And apparently this is something Patty Jenkins, this is like uh, this is one of her choices. Like She chose Kristen Wiig, um, and, and I, it's, I don't know how to feel about it, at least the first time. It's definitely growing on me since then. But um, Kristen Wiig being cheetah is definitely going to take some time to digest. Um, Jawan, how, how did you feel about the news when you
0: first heard about it? Um, it was weird because I, I thought I heard that uh, Emma Stone was offered the role and she turned it right. down. And then next thing Correct. I hear, Kirsten Wiig is in talk. So uh, one thing I was Kristen. telling Nick was, To me, the most confusing thing is the drop-off. Like, you get one of the best actresses in Hollywood, and then you go right to one of the funniest females in Hollywood. So the drop-off to me is what was the weirdest thing. But um, I was telling Nick, uh, I'm actually fine with it. I've seen uh, a few of her uh, films to where she's been more serious, and she can act. Uh, I'm not saying she's, like, uh, an Oscar-nominated actress, but she can act. Uh, a lot of comedians can make that transition. Um, she's one of them that does it very well, so she could be really good. I just would rather at least two other names uh, besides her, but I, I'm fine with it for now.
1: Well, that I, I'm with you. It, it boggled my mind at first. Nick, what did you think about it when you first heard about it?
3: I hated it for, like, five seconds, and then I thought about it and was like, <laughs> all right, yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's like you said, Joel, like, it's like that initial shock, you know, you're like, wait, what? Huh? And then, yeah. you know, when I kind of thought about it a little bit, like Juwan said, like, uh, comedic actors usually um, translate very well to to like more serious roles and performances. Um, you know, the one that I brought up to Juwan when we were talking about it was Robin Williams, um, obviously terrific actor, but he was just, like some kind of silly stand up comedian and then he did Good Morning Vietnam and it just changed the whole game. Like everybody was like, Wow, like this guy is terrific. Um and of course, you know, he went on to do, you know, Goodwill Hunting, um, Dead Poets Society, a ton of ton of like more serious uh performances. Um, so, you know, I I I, I can get on board with it. I, my one thing is that I haven't really seen her I know she's done a few like performances where she's, you know, done a, a more serious role. Uh, I haven't seen those, so I don't, I don't have a big frame of reference, but just knowing comedic actors and actresses, how they usually translate um, into more serious roles gives me enough where I can get behind the, the
1: decision. Yeah, totally. It it it, it takes us some time, especially from a comedic actor. But like you said, like we've seen it happen. We've seen it, it can be done, and like I said, Patty Jenkins chose her. It wasn't like the studio did. Uh, she has she sees something we obviously don't, at least not at first glance. So uh, I'll trust her. Uh, Kanan, what did you think about it when you first heard about it?
2: Um, I didn't. I didn't necessarily hate it, but I, I was. Um, I was a little shocked by it just because, uh, one, I never really expected Cheetah to be the villain because they had, you know, teased it, um, you know, through even the production title of the movie and some other stuff that had come out that they were leaning towards Cersei being the villain. So I don't know if mm-hmm. something, like, changed, um, you know, halfway through. And they just decided to go with Cheetah. I kind of figured Cheetah would probably always... I wanted her to be the second villain. Um, But um, Kristen Wiig is is a very talented actress. Uh, I actually just watched a movie um, with her in it uh, the other night. Um, And she's got range. She is more known for comedies. But uh, she has played, um, you know, not necessarily darker roles, but she has played a non-comedic role before. The only thing is people complained about Gal Gadot being this model and and her frame and everything. Well, uh, I know Cheetah's not as built, but still Kristen Wiig is a very small person. I mean, very tiny. Uh, So, I mean, she'll definitely, if she gets the role, I think she'll definitely have to get in there and and bulk up. But, you know, I, I think, I think she can. I think she can do the role. I don't think it was. Any, I don't think she was on anybody's radar. But we've seen Patty Jenkins work magic with actresses, with Charlize Theron in Monster. Uh, I mean, her. You, you know, she and and with the help of Zack Snyder, um, you know, turned Gal into Wonder Woman. Sorry, John Camp. Yeah, Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. So, uh, but. <laughs> yeah deal with it man Whew. but you know I just I'm not going to be on that boat like a lot of people are dismissing her because we've seen that before we've seen that with uh, you know when Ben Affleck was first named as Batman we've seen that with Heath Ledger I mean there's just so many I, I mean I trust Patty Jenkins to turn around if Kristen Wiig takes the role I think she'll be very menacing um, I know that art that I published on Twitter didn't do it justice because Charlize Theron actually looked pretty awesome uh in the form yeah. of uh, of Cheetah. But well, no, I think it. I think she's I think she's gonna I think she's gonna do I think she's gonna do good uh you know in the role. I think she'll take it serious. Like I said, uh, I think she's in Mother and uh she plays Is a pretty twisted person. Yeah. Yeah, I think she I think she's in the film Mother with uh Jennifer Lawrence and I've heard she plays a very mm-hmm. twisted person. So I, I think mm. she can definitely play Cheetah.
1: i have to check out Mother, because I've heard very mixed things about Mother, and I had no idea Kristen Wigg was in it, so that's pretty interesting. And if she's any type of Twisted, I'm really looking forward to seeing more range out of Kristen Wiig, because like everyone else here, we've seen her mainly do comedies and shit. Like, um, uh, well, I forget the name of that movie. But yeah, she does. she's mostly known for her comedic talents, and I think the last thing I saw her in a full movie was Ghostbusters, and... That movie did not land well with me, so. But, uh, but not because not because of her though. I am gonna say she was not a bad part of that movie. There are other things I did not like about that movie. She was not one of them. So, on that point, <laughs> that's nothing to worry about there. Anyway, that's how we feel about Cheetah. I just I'm more interested after now seeing who they're possibly casting as Cheetah. I'm looking forward to see how they're gonna like visually how they're gonna perform with Cheetah. I want to see if she's going to be practical. Is it gonna be CGI? Is it gonna look anything the way uh, Boss Logic made her look? Cause, I'll take that <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's amazing for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on to the next uh, beautiful topic. Um, apparently, well, not apparently. It's pretty much official. Um, Flash officially gets its directors. Um, I believe their names are Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, the guys that did Game Night, and they, I think they were writers on uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. So that's official. I think John Francis Daly put up a t- on, on his Twitter a picture of like Flash running up the wall and saying it's happening. So I guess that, that pretty much confirms it because the last couple of weeks they've been kind of wishy-washy saying it's not official. Yeah, they haven't like, signed anything and they were just in talks. Um, but for all we know, they've been signed on for a while. They just couldn't officially say anything until now. But regardless, they're on officially. I'm okay with it because I've heard good things out of Game Night. I've really enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming. Um I'm willing to give them the chance. I'm not totally convinced it's actually going to be a Flashpoint movie. It might just turn out to be just a regular Flash movie, but I guess we'll see uh, in due time. Juwan, how do you feel about this official confirmation of the Flash director, directors?
0: Um, I'm I'm fine with the idea of it. Uh, Like you said, I enjoyed the writing of uh, Homecoming. Those guys are behind uh, the writing for Homecoming. And, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. it, it can't be. It literally... Honestly, it cannot be a Flashpoint movie Um, because I think you're putting way too much pressure on these guys by having to live up to such a huge event. Like, that's an event, not just like Mm -hmm. a a solo, you know, a first solo film. That's an event. Um, And I don't think that they deserve that much, um, you know, weight put on them. I think they should just introduce us to to Flash, give us a really good Flash story, and then if you want to do an event film – you can do flashpoint, but I don't think that's something you should put on their shoulders just yet.
1: I agree. I agree. I think it's a big, it's a big, I think it's possible. I think it's doable. I really love the way the animated movie did it. And it's shown that you can do it with having the flashes to focus and having everyone have smaller roles in it, but it won't impact you the way it can be in a couple of years as an event. film, like, you were saying, so I totally get it. And I hope that's kind of where they go with it, but we'll see, I guess we will see. Uh, Nick, how do you feel about this uh, news? Um, I'm just happy that
3: Flash now has a director or two, as it were. Um, yeah. So, like yeah. at this point, Again. Like, with the number, we mm-hmm. yeah, with the number of names we've gone through, like it's just like just thank God finally they got they got you know the guys that are you know hopefully actually going to to bring this movie to life. Um, by the way, I didn't know that I was just, um, I was looking at, uh, the, the, um, looking into game night, it has an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.5 on yeah. IMDb. So that's, that's very promising. Um, cause it looked like one of those movies that could go either way. Um, True. but you know, like horrible bosses look like one of those movies too. And that's, it seemed kind of in that same sort of spectrum. Um, and it was terrific. Like the first horrible bosses is hilarious. So um, so that's promising. And John Francis Daly was on Freaks and Geeks, dude. Like, I pulled up yeah, the picture, and I'm like, that's a dude from mm-hmm. Freaks and Geeks. So now I'm a little mm-hmm. geeked out about it. Like, that was a super <laughs> underrated show back in the day. Like, sure. Um, and, like, it's just cool because so many people on that show have gone on to do things, and now, like, another person from that show is directing a Flash movie. So, like, that's that's just a cool, interesting little nugget. Um, but I, yeah. I will say this, I am with Juwan, I don't really want a Flashpoint movie, I just want a good Flash movie, y'all know it, but for those out there who don't know it, I want I want Flash, Cyborg, buddy cop movie, like, give me that, give me a little bit more of his dad, you know, give us Iris, you know, give us the, the things that make Flash, Flash to us, um, and then, you know later on down the road you can you can get crazy and do you know some some more out there ideas like a flashpoint movie but um for now i would just like to see a, a a solid flash movie and you know if they if they give them the reins to just do that i feel like we probably will get something in the neighborhood of homecoming um and that would be so awesome that would be terrific that would be what i want
1: it's true yeah, I really hope that's the case. Um, I don't need to see a buddy cop movie per se. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we made a cameo, considering how the how good the chemistry between the two of them were in Justice League. Um but yeah, I I think like, I think we're all in agreement so far that we would like to see more of a, a flash solo than a flash point movie where it's just giant world world event movie. Um, Kanan, how do you feel about the directors officially being announced for the Flash?
2: Yeah, as someone who can advocate for um, Game Night, uh I think they're going to do great. Game Night is a excellent film. Uh if you haven't had a chance to see it, go see it. It's got a great cast, The storyline. Uh it is really well done. Uh there's a lot of twists and turns. Uh it's not just a, a comedy. I mean, there's actually, you know, some some twist to the movie uh that you definitely want to um you know see, you know, to enjoy. I mean, just don't go in there thinking you're just gonna laugh the whole time. I mean there's legit mystery to it. Um hmm. so uh as far as like Spider Man homecoming, I, I thought they I thought they did fine, you know, with that movie. Uh I agree that I don't think that it's going to be a flashpoint movie.
4: Hmm.
2: I mean it could be, but uh, you know, based on some of that those rumors going around about, um, you know, who the villains are, and who, uh, mm-hmm. uh, who the main villain is going to be, you know, stuff like that. That doesn't seem very Flashpointish uh, at all. Uh, I mean, I know some, I know some of those villains were in Flashpoint, but just the way they're kind of going, you know, if that holds up and is true, uh, then. I don't see that really being a Flashpoint movie and then I just don't want it to be like Civil War where they just slap a name on the film. I'd rather just mm-hmm. them change it up and go from there. Um, I think Flashpoint was was probably like a way out of certain things. Uh, I think Warner Brothers is going to take a different approach um, to how they're, how they're doing things so I don't really see them needing to do the Flashpoint storyline. Uh, but I'm really confident in the directors and I, I'm just glad that we're finally going to hopefully move along with this film and, and things seem to be, um, you know, getting on track over there at Warner brothers. I agree. Uh, yeah. There was a
1: couple of new tidbits that came out regarding the movie. Uh, obviously these are all rumors, but we've heard there would be a, a cyborg cameo. We, uh, we heard there might be heat wave and cyborg in the movie in some capacity. We heard that reverse flash would have something to do with his origin, um, with Barry's origin in some capacity, we heard a, a couple different things. Um, but a lot, like you just said, didn't sound like it would be Flashpoint. Like any, did any of that sound like something that would be a Flashpoint? No, because if you know Flashpoint, it's, it's a wide broader story that focuses on him, of course, going back to save his mother uh, and, of course, changing time. But. It doesn't seem like to be the case. We will see. I think we'll have a bigger uh, idea, a better idea of what we're getting probably around San Diego Comic-Con. Um, hopefully they'll, they'll clarify some things there, uh, even though I think Aquaman will probably get the, the precedent as being the main focus at Comic-Con. But for sure, this is good news. Uh, so far, so good. And I'm really happy game night turned out to be really good. So it gives us some positivity going into this movie that these guys can possibly handle at least. Uh, the Flash, so I'm I'm excited. Uh, and apparently, Kirstie Carman is apparently staying on, too, as, as the Irish West. so that's cool, too. Anyway, moving on to our next piece of news. Um, apparently, Matt Reeves is here to stay, and apparently he was gone at one point, and some people died. There's a lot of big news there, a lot of big internet rumor that was never really um, posted by anyone in particular, but it was a big internet rumor that was flying around last weekend. Kanan could speak to that. Um, actually, Kanan, would you like to go into more detail about that rumor, considering that was the first time I ever heard of it was from you. <laughs> so do you want to give us some details on that?
2: Yes, there was uh, somebody uh, jokingly uh, put out there a couple uh, – it was last week, actually. Well, we ca- we talked a little bit about it Sunday, so it was almost two weeks ago. That right. That ben Affleck and – um the Joker films and all that stuff would be around longer than Matt Reeves and then someone came out and said that they had heard that uh Matt Reeves could potentially be leaving and this person that came out with this uh is reliable they were mm-hmm. one of the first people to report um the details about Justice League um as far as the the runtime and uh, some tidbits about it uh, for screenings and stuff. So, you know, but despite what they've heard, um, you know, that was gaining ground. Uh, there was also some stuff that came out that was just rumor that um, WB would let Matt Reeves walk if they could keep Ben Affleck on um, as Batman, mm-hmm. um, that WB and Hamada really wanted to keep Ben and if he would you know and that would mean if he would if he'd be willing to stay then they could let reeves um walk you know of course uh the stuff with campia that came out about this huge devastating news for dc um led to people speculating that it was matt reeves leaving uh we know that uh the rap looked into the matt reeves leaving news um uh, matt reeves Camp confirmed that he wasn't leaving, that Matt Reeves came out and said he wasn't leaving. Um, but then, we, you know, we got that news from Mario uh, Robles via his podcast mm-hmm. the other day that was pretty interesting about Matt Reeves, and he verified that Reeves was not leaving, so Reeves is still very much attached to mm-hmm. direct the Batman film. But Mario did report that WB and Hamada are getting a little anxious um, and impatient with where Matt Reeves is with the script. Um, Matt Reeves was given the Batman job, you know, a year ago. Um, They have, with Matt Reeves, they have backed off as far as, like, uh, sticking their hands into what he does. And they told him that this could be his film and that it doesn't have to mention or tie into any characters or anything like that, that this was his film. Um, But they are wanting to know where the script is, you know, how, how far is it going to be before this gets going? Because he's holding them up for the Batman, you know, universe. So until this Mm -hmm. Batman movie comes out, according to Mario, we're not going to see Nightwing. We're not going to see the Batgirl film. None of those are going to be a priority until wb establishes batman and right now they can't do that because matt reeves is um you know hasn't really delivered on the script yet so that's where they're at now if something happens and they keep pushing him for it i mean like ben you know he could walk so um you know that's that's kind of where we're at right now with all that yeah that's a lot of information
1: um I didn't know how. To, I definitely didn't like the idea of losing Matt Reeves after the whole drama that happened with Ben. Um, and I definitely want. I just. I just don't want to take all that bullshit again. Uh, going through all the negativity and all the rumors and everybody just shitting on the, the entire company because they lost another director. And it is kind of concerning that it's been over a year and we we barely hear anything. But to be fair, he was busy for half that year with his Apes movie. <laughs> so so. Now I know he's been working on his stuff. I'm, going you know, give him a little more time. I think he'll eventually figure it out. I do like the idea of them having a holding pattern with the with Nightwing and Batgirl until they establish Batman. That's kind of the way it should be. I mean, that's probably the the sanest thing we've heard coming out of Warner Brothers, <laughs> if true, uh, in a long time. Uh, I don't find finally we got some stability there. Um, Joanne, how did you feel about the whole uh, Matt Reeves thing, and were you concerned that all of him leaving?
0: Um, I'm concerned about any director uh, that hasn't finished the film with them leaving, if mm-hmm. I'm being completely mm-hmm. honest. Um, but it's one of those things to where it's like, if what Mario was saying, to which I, I do hold in, in high regards, uh, what he does as far as scoops, what confuses me about them being a little agitated with where he's at with script, if I'm a director, usually before I make a script, I know exactly who's going to be in my movie. So, if <laughs> we still have Ben up in the air, how do you want me to start a script if I don't even know if he's staying or not? Like, what if what I want, I was just telling Joel um, before the show like the way Ben's built, like you'd have to drastically change whatever your idea of Bane was. Like, what if Matt Reeves wanted to do like I'm not saying this is what he wanted to do. This is just an example. If he wanted to introduce Bane it's really hard to introduce Bane when your Batman is almost the same size as Bane. So it's like, all right, well, I can't do that. But then what if Ben least. If you bring in Jake Gyllenhaal to replace Ben, then you can do Bane. Because Jake Gyllenhaal's frame will be nowhere near with Ben Affleck's. So as a director, I find it to be, like, rather strange that you're putting pressure on me. But the guy that you want to star in your movie can just do whatever he wants and let you know whenever he wants. So um, my my biggest well, concern is. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, you can go ahead. What I mean, think? I don't say I wouldn't say he could do whatever and say whatever because he did end up leaving because they weren't they were pressuring him as much as they were, and apparently more so than not, they they are with Matt Reeves. So.
0: Well, what I, and I'm plus I think. A, a, go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm, okay. No, I'm just saying. that like, no, the script. Just... <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Joanne. No, Joanne, you finished.
2: <laughs>
0: no, I was just going to say If if you're pressuring me as a director Then you should definitely be Pressuring the guy who's supposed to be The face of this franchise uh, I agree So to me, if he isn't Giving you a uh, you know Any kind of commitment Then you're not going to rush me on the script I'm not going to start writing the script for somebody Who's going to leave halfway in So I just think it's unfair if that's true And they are pressuring him um, But my biggest fear is they annoy Matt Reeves so much. He decides to leave, Ben leaves, and now you have no Batman and no Batman director. So if I'm Warner brothers, it's a very strange situation that they're working with, uh, with, with Ben and with, with Matt Reeves. So hopefully they can at least keep one, if not both. Right.
1: Now, my only thing was saying, uh, you could definitely write a script without having an actor. You just need one in mind. Um, you just gotta write Batman, and
0: the actor has to act like Batman.
1: I mean, that's kind of the point. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's if, yeah. If, <laughs> go ahead.
0: It's it's sometimes yep. it's sometimes not that not that uh, cut and dry. Like sometimes, as as a director, I assume. Again, I've never directed a day in my life, but I would assume if if you're creating a story about someone, uh, when you say have someone in mind, what if Matt Reeves doesn't want Ben? What if he wants someone else? You know, and, and he plans for that, and then Ben's like, nah, you know what, I'll stay. Then it's like, all right, well, maybe I had some ideas for a different guy to play Batman that now I have to change because Ben's deciding to stay. So, I mean, I get where you're coming from. Usually you do create a script, and then sometimes uh, you go out and that it. when you're in a situation – but when you're in a situation like this where you have a guy that's supposed to be your lead character, it's like, all right, well – then I'm creating a script with you in mind. But then if you drop out, mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, the same story I was going to do for this, maybe I want to do a little differently for another person to play Batman.
1: Right. Well, that definitely needs to be taken care of before, like, anything. I'm mean, like, I don't – because you definitely have been in in tow as Batman. And if that's in flux, it definitely holds the – it definitely doesn't help anything. And, that, and like, putting pressure on Matt Reeves to finish it when you don't know who Batman is yet. And that's that's more on them than anything, it's especially if he's gone, then at least Matt Reeves has to find someone to replace him. So it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of – lot of like that had, definitely needs to be sorted. So in that regard, I definitely agree. That needs to definitely be sorted before they can definitely make any traction with that script, um, even though I still think a script can be written, regardless of who the actor is. Uh, Nick, how do you feel about this whole thing?
3: Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to chime in on this. Um you're writing the character of Batman. So like, I get where Jordan's coming from, but like you can, the changes that you might have to make in whatever scenarios um, that play out, whether you have Ben or whether you have Jake or whether you have, they're so minuscule because you're writing the character of Batman. So it's not, it's not like a situation where you're writing uh, an original character and you have somebody in mind and then, you know, it's, it's, you know, they decide not to do the movie, and then you got to find somebody else who captures whatever. Like, you're writing Batman. So I, I feel like yeah. in that regard, he could easily write a script, um, regardless. Um, but uh, I think, in the words of Rodney King, can't we all just get along? Like, what the hell? Why does everything at Warner Brothers always surmise, like, down to, like, this, like... The studio is putting pressure on the director. The actor is not, you know, who knows what's going on with him. The director might walk. Like, dude, you, you, you hired Matt Reeves to do your Batman, to, like, be the guy who brings Batman to the screen. He's got a good track record. Just let him write the fucking script. Like, wh- how, when did he get announced? Like,
1: well, year, it was that ago. long?
3: Like, when was he confirmed? Not rumored, but actually, like, confirmed.
2: I don't this, even remember. It's been about a year since he was brought on.
0: About a year. About you know, a year. You okay. gotta remember. Well, actually, no, 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 because it was around the time that Planet of the Apes came out, and I think that came out either June or July.
1: Uh, I think it was announced before yeah. it came out, so he was definitely in the middle no. of that.
0: Yeah, I thought okay. it was a I... rumor, and then after the movie came out, it was it was announced.
1: Yeah, I think by the time it but was I out, out he was already announced. I think.
0: Regardless, okay. regardless. Let's say this. Let's say he was confirmed before
3: Planet of the Apes, but you still have to do all your pressers and all that kind of stuff for Planet of the mm-hmm. Apes. That came out in like I, what you said, like June or July. Like that means he's geez. actively been working working on this project for maybe six months. Like, th- right? Th- like you can certainly write a script in six months, but like it's th- there is no like there, you should not have a six month timetable on the script for your, like, marquee piece that's going to tie together your franchise. Like, you should not put that kind of pressure on, on the guy that you decided to hire um, to to do this project. Like, I could understand if, like, everything was in place and they just couldn't get the script, but it's like you don't even have your own shit, like, in order, your own house in order. So, like, yeah, I mean, I I I think they're going about it in a – in a sort of roundabout way because they're just so desperate. But the last time they were like so desperate to get a script ironed out, they had David Ayer rush suicide squad and turn what could have been a really awesome movie. Cause it certainly had its moments. Um, and, and a lot of the casting for that film was terrific. Um, but they, you know, they turned that into, you know, uh, kind of, a try to figure out the story as we go along and film it. And it just, turned into a mess so like take your time like just let let it get figured out but don't rush don't piss off matt reeve like you 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 brought him in here to to bring the batman to the screen like let the guy let the guy
1: work yeah i
3: agree
1: i mean i know it's been over a year but like we were just saying the apes movie he was in the middle of doing that when he got hired so he finished all that yeah it's been like around six months
2: Go ahead, Kane. Yeah, I just looked it up. He he was confirmed as the Batman director on February the 10th of last year. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And then at
1: what point um, did they say he dropped out of negotiations? Because I know that happened for like a couple days.
2: (laughs) Uh, Oh, that was probably the end of January or whatever because he was confirmed uh, on on the the 10th 10th or whatever. Yeah, and then there was – there was something else on the 23rd of of February as well. So it's definitely been over a year. We're we're, we're over the year mark. So.
1: Right. Well.
0: um, Go ahead. I I, I find, no, I was just going to say, I find it funny that they're pressuring Matt Reeves, but a man of steel two can just wait, I don't know, eight years, 10 years before we even (laughs) get even uh, a mention of a director for that film. So. To me, and that's mm-hmm. the guy that started your franchise. Like, picture if 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 we had an Iron Man movie, right? And then we didn't have an mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 movie until way after uh, the Avengers. Like, picture how crazy right. that would have been. It would have been like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You're doing a yeah. Thor 2 before you give an Iron Man 2? Like, wait, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why, why would you do that? What? So, to me, what I find that happens. to be <laughs> – Well, it, it almost it – kind no, no, no. Iron it's into... about to happen. Oh, yeah, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm right, talking right, about,
1: like, Wonder right. Woman 2 is coming out. That'll probably be out before another Superman movie.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if if I'm Matt Reeves, I'm sitting back, and I'm just like, listen, let let, let me do what I do. you have a script right. soon, but just let me do what I do.
1: I agree. I totally agree. I think based on all the information we got, let the man do his thing. He, he hasn't really done a full year's worth of work yet because of his uh, other obligations and shit like that. So give him his time. Focus on what you got, like Aquaman. Make sure that's fucking perfect and great. Make sure Shazam is, hits all the buttons. Wonder Woman 2, we've already hear That's going to start shooting this year at some point. And definitely give us some info on some Man of Steel too, which I truly believe will get information before the end of the year in some capacity. I'm not sure when. But I, I, they have to at this point, because Henry Cavill definitely deserves to be Superman another 10 years. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, um... Anyway, that's enough of uh, will he or won't he stay with uh, Matt Reeves. Let's move on to some Marvel news. Apparently, I'm not even sure what the sources for this, but I think I did read it somewhere as well. Captain Marvel will be an action comedy? That's interesting thought. Yeah. Um, uh okay i mean i'm cool with that i guess uh, she's gonna be quirky in some capacity got a little bit a little bit of sarcasm i guess going in there that's cool a 90s action comedy well i mean a, an action comedy set in the 90s featuring uh captain marvel one of if not the most powerful character in in the, their their cinematic universe so i'm cool with it uh as long as they pull it off i'm cool with it how does uh how do you feel Joan?
0: Um, when I heard this news I was just like, Okay, yeah, that's fine. Most Marvel movies are uh action comedies. Um, especially Basically. when space is involved. Uh so that's nothing new to me. What I wanna know, uh, is has Ben Mendelsohn's character been confirmed yet? I desperately need more Ben Mendelsohn in my life. Hell uh, yeah. That's what I'm more concerned <laughs> about. Uh Definitely. but as far as as far as it being an action comedy, I'm I'm okay with that. I don't have any uh Any objections to the idea of that? Because most of their films are that. So I'm completely fine with that. But I need that update. Kanan, Mm -hmm. if you can find it, I need that Ben Mendelsohn update.
1: Okay. i pretty much guaranteed. You know, we'll see. But more than likely, that's pretty much a given, at least. Um, Yeah, um, again, like you just said, action comedies are basically what they are anyway, at least on on surface level, um, for the most part. So yeah, like you're cool, I'm cool. Nick, are you cool with this news about the uh, Captain Marvel being an action comedy?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, like y'all said, I mean, most of them are. What I'm what I'm interested to see is how they how like how they do the character of Carol Danvers for their cinematic universe because they certainly take mm. take some liberties with with the translation from you know what we got from the cartoons. Um you know what what we, we how we perceived in the comics and versus what they do um like for instance i I think they managed to make like chadwick Boseman's Black Panther even like better than what we like what I read in comics Definitely. and like what what yeah. what we got on like earth 's mightiest heroes like they just made his character so much more interesting um I agree. and and like you already have like a like when i think of carol danvers i think of somebody who's like a little more serious not really could um like you know right. um somebody who's um like like kind of real uh, what what would be the word for it um like kind of stern i guess um like a, mm-hmm. a little more rigid um and i if if they want to take some liberties with that i'm totally fine with that particularly because like we already have Hope, um, you know, uh, playing the kind of more serious character with, you know, Ant-Man being the more kind of wacky character. Um, Natasha's already pretty serious. Um, so, like, I would like to have, um, like, like like a female character who's kind of got that, that kind of quippiness and, like, you know, if Tony Stark, you know, tries to, you know, pull any of his, like, kind of snarky stuff – like she can she can throw that sass back at him, um in a in a kind of playful manner. So I, I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they develop the, the character of, of Carol Danvers and what liberties they take.
1: Uh yeah, totally. Like that's a good point because I like Pimper Trail on Earth Mighty's Heroes. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of her portrayal on uh, Avengers Assembled, that newer one. Weird. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of her sure. character in that <laughs> in that show. Uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of things I don't like about those shows. though. but well, no, I'm not trying to hit shit on that right now. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, but Earth, really, Earth, I mean, we all can
3: agree, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is like far superior,
1: <laughs> far beyond beyond superior. It's it's the way things should be. Goddamn it. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, Kanan, how do you feel about this whole uh, action comedy Captain Marvel movie?
2: I mean I really I'm you know kind of with y'all I mean I really wasn't expecting it to be any different which is kind of a shame uh you know that uh you know I don't think that we're going to see an action comedy with Infinity War um that's what I loved about Black Panther uh Black Panther was almost like a phase 1 movie with its kind of tone where there were some comedic moments but the film you know took itself serious um I mean I just I'm really not sure you know what to expect you know from Captain Marvel uh I mean as a feat I mean from Shazam Captain Marvel yes okay I could I could see that because you know it's a kid that turns into a superhero but Captain Marvel mm-hmm. you know in Marvel is just you know it's not really the the same tone and you know Marvel lately it seems like they have you know they've kind of relied on that um I was kind of hoping this movie would kind of Go back to the roots, kind of be like, you know, the first Iron Man, uh, kind of her, you know, discovering herself, you know, there, you know, be some witty banter back and forth here and there. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I have to see the movie to, to to really judge. I mean, they say action comedy, and people just probably immediately think of, uh, like, Lethal Weapon or Bad Boys or something like that, where it's just going to be, you mm-hmm. know, a bunch of laughs and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, I I don't know, I mean, maybe it will be like Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of like that, but Guardians had a lot of heart, and, uh, you know, that was maybe like Thor Ragnarok, I, I don't know, it's just, it's hard to say, you know, because I don't really want to, like, crap on it, because Marvel's done really good here lately, but Um, you know, with its last few movies, Thor Ragnarok was decent. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming was pretty good, and Black Panther was great. Um, But I guess guess we'll have to see.
1: Yeah, I think there's really nothing to worry about here with that. It's a very broad statement to say something from the Marvel Universe is an actor-comedy, because they 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 practically all are. (laughs) (laughs) That's not really a that's not really a surprise there. So, by the way, I gotta well, I gotta yeah. say
3: real quick though, like uh, that was kind of a, a pejorative way to say "Lethal Weapon" and "Bad Boys." Canon, like, come on, dude! Like, <laughs> dude,
0: "Bad Boys," man, that's how you drive. From now on, that's how you drive. Like,
1: movie's yeah. fucking brilliant, dude. I love Bad Boys. One of my favorite movies. All time. I love
0: Bad Boys. Canon didn't seem too impress by Bad Boys. <laughs> I, no, I like Bad
2: Boys. I'm saying when, when when you hear of action comedy, you think of something along those lines. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you think of you know stuff like Bad Boys or Lethal Weapon, you know, those types of movies. You know, when I think of Captain Marvel, I would almost think it would be kind of like Iron Man or Winter Soldier. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that because you know, of the tone. I, I just, honestly, I mean, I guess uh, they could, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I don't see it from her, but you know, I guess, you know, like I said, we'll just have to see, you know, when Marvel works their magic. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely
1: right. These movies usually redefine the characters most of the time anyway. So just like uh, Robert Downey Jr. redefined what Tony Stark and who Tony Stark is in the comic books, it's possible we see that with Captain Marvel, but we'll see. We will absolutely See, Um, moving on to our next topic okay so this one (laughs) this one was completely shocking because I I, I didn't see I don't think anybody saw this coming so apparently Avengers Infinity War will be moving up a whole entire week from what is it May 4th to uh, April 27th was it I think that's what it was Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. yeah
1: that is phenomenal news, especially the way it was announced on Twitter with Robert Downey Jr. asking for it to be that way. Can we get it earlier? They said, of course we could, and they gave it a whole week earlier. Awesome. I'm super psyched that we're going to be seeing it next month. <laughs> next month is it, right? Next month. That's fucking cool, just to say I'm We're going to be seeing <laughs> Avengers <laughs> at the end of next month. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane considering we just saw Black Panther literally like two weeks ago. So, I'm super psyched. I think we're all super psyched. How do you feel about this news, Juwan? Uh
0: I, I went bananas. Uh my mom was telling me, she was like, It's only a week and I was like, I know, but just <laughs> just to think, like, all right, we had to get all the way through April just to get to May mm-hmm. to get to that. Now we just have to get a little through <laughs> through April. And we get it. So, I mean, it's technically not that big of a of a difference, but to us geeks who don't want to wait now that extra week, it's a huge difference. Right. So, I mean, they could have said they huge. were moving it up. They could have said they were moving it up a few hours, and we would have went insane. <laughs> like, we just desperately want to see this movie. Um, and it was really cool of them. Uh, And if what people were saying is true, that they wanted to move it up, So, when it came out, I I guess, across the pond, uh, no spoilers or anything uh, would come out. So, everyone could see it around the same time as each other. So, nothing would be spoiled. So, that tells you that this movie has at least a thousand different ways to be spoiled. So, that is amazing in itself. Um, But, yeah, I'm extremely excited. And thank you, uh, Kevin Feige. Thank you, Disney. And thank you, Russo Brothers.
1: For sure. Nick, how do you feel about this news?
0: I pretty
3: much echo that exact sentiment like i'm uh i mean i'm definitely happy i don't i will say this though i don't think i'm I, I think my um my reaction is a little bit more measured than Jamon's. um like mm-hmm. probably not quite as emphatic He's in the case. yeah but um <laughs> but no i mean it, it's, it's pretty cool and that's uh i, di- I didn't know that it was going to release earlier in England, so that kind of makes sense. I kind of wondered if it had anything to do with um like Fox moving around Deadpool, if that if that influenced anything in their in their kind of way of thinking, if they thought moving it up would make them a little bit more money, um, mm-hmm. you know, so they didn't have that competition coming in quite as soon. Um, I don't I don't know if that factored in, but like, but regardless, like, you know, we <laughs> we are getting you know both Infinity War and Deadpool 2 earlier than we thought we were at the beginning of the year, so that's fucking great.
1: That's a great point. I just realized that Deadpool did move up. I just forgot about that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Avengers come up awesome. Uh, yeah, they, they pulled away. They gave themselves an extra week uh, to pull in some more money because obviously Deadpool 2 is like two weeks after that and like solos at the end of that month uh, of May. So – yeah, it gave it gave them some some breathing room, and I, I feel bad for Rampage because I think Rampage is a week before Avengers: Infinity War, so just cut the leg right off of that. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, awesome! I'm so excited that was happening. Uh, Caden, how do you feel about it?
2: Yeah, I uh, I mean I love it. I agree. I think that this was smart for uh, Disney to move this um, for lots of reasons. Uh, the main reason being that. Uh, in the past, Marvel and Disney have always released their films a week early overseas, uh, mainly in UK and, and some other markets, uh, and that has led to huge amounts of piracy. Um, you know, you can definitely already know what's going to happen in most films, and probably even watch it online before it even comes out in the states. Uh, this gives it a chance to open up. In most markets around the world on the same day, which will, you know, lead to a huge, um, you know, uh, box office. Uh, It also gives it three weeks cushion instead of two. Um, So now it has um, that separation between uh, itself and Deadpool. Um, You know, we talked before that I felt like moving uh, Deadpool. Uh, into the middle but sandwich between Infinity War and Solo was de- would be huge detriment to Deadpool. This actually mm-hmm. will benefit Deadpool in a lot of ways because now Infinity War has three weeks to uh, build its money. And then when Deadpool comes out, Deadpool will be a fresh film that everybody can go uh, and see. Um, and then, of course, it also separates uh, two Disney properties instead of it being a two-week gap uh, or a three-week gap between it and Solo. Now uh, if any work comes out earlier, it makes its money. It's, then there's Deadpool and the Solo kind of has some breathing room. Um, so it's a win-win. It's a win for the fans. It's a win for the studio. Um, and I think it's great. So this not only means that we you get to see it a week early uh, but also this means that there will be uh, a push in marketing, so we'll probably get the trailer a little bit sooner. Uh, we might also start seeing, um, you know, advanced screenings pop up. So just, just great. So not only we get to see it a week early, but people will probably be seeing it uh, even sooner than that.
0: Uh, Joelle uh
1: huh.
0: Something really funny that that happened uh, because of this Infinity War news that no one really talked about because no one really cares. Uh, but Uh-oh. Amy Schumer went under um, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, post about Infinity War being moved up. And apparently mm-hmm. her I Feel Pretty movie was originally supposed to come out on April 27th. Oh, so holy shit. She, she, goes, she goes, okay, cool. Um, well, I, I'll just, um, April 20th is when I guess I, I Feel Pretty will come out. Uh, <laughs> and it's not because we're scared of you guys. It's not because we're scared of you guys, it's because I forgot I had a thing. So it's official. I feel pretty will come out April twentieth. Happy four twenty. All love Robert Downey Junior. <laughs> oh
1: wow. That's hysterical. Wow. I don't really Dude, I don't
2: know why Dane I don't know why
3: Dave dislikes her so much. I, I'm a big fan. <laughs>
2: dude, so I thought I moment, thought that was totally. her film. I thought yeah, that was so hilarious. her film and, and,
0: opens up against Rampage.
2: Well oh, listen, would city. you rather
0: open up against Rampage or right. Infinity War? I'll take my chances with Rampage. <laughs> yes.
2: I mean no, as, I just,
0: as well as Jumanji is
2: sixty million dollars away from being a a billion dollar film.
4: Wow I mean, still don't get I don't that. Know that
2: I w- still don't get that. Yeah, so I so I, I don't know that movie. I want to open up against so I don't know that I'd want to open up against the rock at all. So well, I, I mean, tell you I this. get it.
0: I tell you this. If you're Amy Schumer The market of people that were going to go see that movie anyway was relatively small. It'll be non-existent if your movie comes out the same day as uh, Infinity War. It'll literally be non-existent.
3: I will say this, though. Like, you do have the, like, imagine you're taking your girlfriend, you're going to go see Infinity War, but you didn't pre-order your tickets, so of course it's sold out. And she's like, let's go see I Feel Pretty, and you're like, fuck, okay. So that
1: that, <laughs> that may that may actually help it that may nothing. actually
3: help it more than. Oh you know Rampage, Rampage ain't gonna sell out, so if you're going to see Rampage, you're gonna be able to get tickets. So you know just exactly. Throwing yeah, no that out there, that's, that's,
1: that's true. counter <laughs> counter programming too, just in case you know we got some people that want yeah. to watch Rampage, not the same not the same people want to go see I Feel Pretty or whatever the fuck it's called. So it's
2: very a different true. kind
1: of programming there. So yeah, I mean, good for her. I mean, that's a good strategic business move for her. Way better than standing or sitting there waiting for uh, Infinity War to just eat you up completely, gobble you, so you don't exist <laughs> anymore. And you're One million dollars
0: that week, if they were to say that, maybe <laughs> it would it would literally kill that film. I, I mean, just literally kill it, just smother it, so it doesn't exist out. anymore. What else comes out that week, though?
1: I am curious now. And now that that's moved, what is coming out? April 27th. Probably not, not say, much. But I can't imagine it is much, but I'm just saying, God bless any movie that decides to, you know, open up. <laughs> Next <time I>
4: <laughs> so, yeah, you better do have you a real wanna... small
1: budget. <laughs>
2: Exactly. very small <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: independent film will do wonders this time. yeah um you guys want to discuss any uh infinity war theories before you move on anybody want to like like get that off to your chest Juwan, you're the guy mm-hmm. Joan, would, would you like to him. share any of your insane theories with us
0: I would love to. Uh, there's also a theory that just came out uh, regarding Iron Man possibly being where the soul stone is is located. Um, I heard about that. So that's one we can discuss. But the other one that I had was um, Thanos uses his stones mm-hmm. to revive Quicksilver, using him as a bargaining chip to get Wanda to betray her friends and get him the last stone from Vision's head.
1: Interesting. So Quicksilver would return... And do Thanos' mm-hmm. thing because he's a zombie or he's a mind, but li- like no. a mind stone. I'm confused. Wait, say it again. <laughs> yeah, he would. He
0: would. He would come back. Oh, I have. I hear an echo.
4: Yeah, he would come back. to okay, life. Cool.
0: Yeah, he would come back fully, like as as himself, not a zombie or anything. I was even flirting with the idea of him coming back. as just an allusion to Wanda, like she sees him, oh. but nobody else. Oh, okay. Does. Um, I get and, it. you know, Thanos is just playing with her mind um, and, and making her think that he's really there. But you have Vision that's pleading with her, like, listen, there's no one there. And, you know, cause what I was telling Nick is the reason why I, I really love the idea of that is we have yet to see Wanda or Vision fully use their powers. Like, nothing has, has come up against those two that has made them actually fully go out. So the idea of them battling each other to where Vision has the fight to, just to stay alive because Wanda might kill him and Wanda's fighting to keep her brother alive. So you have both with extreme motives um, for wanting to fully use their powers. And just the idea of when Wanda figures out that her brother's not really there, just the idea of what she may try to do to Thanos as far as over-exasperating her powers would be something really cool visually to uh, to see. But just a theory of mine just something i cooked up in my in my weirdo brain but just wanted to see what you guys thought i love it i like it more I, gotta it. Say, I like it i like it more than
3: uh with uh him actually being real just because of the setup that they could like maybe he like i don't know it, it it's it's a crazy theory so you, like bear with me cuz i'm like delving into the theory and and going to like Say all these other. Uh, I'm gonna build on it, if you will. Um, like maybe you could use the time gem to go back and 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 bring Quicksilver into the future. Maybe something like that. Like grab him right before he got like shot up with all them bullets, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then you could use him as like a bargaining chip. But basically, the setup would be if she betrayed the team, then. Even though Vision like loves her and everything, like he would obviously feel betrayed. It, it brings an interesting character dynamic, and if they ever get X Men, um, like if the if the 20th, 20th century Fox thing goes through and they get X Men, now you've got you know her isolated from the team with Quicksilver back, and they can join the Brotherhood, and you can bring in Magneto, and you can really explore all that kind of stuff. So like, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool. I kind of like it.
1: Interesting. Kanan, what do you think about it?
2: Um, I mean, it's very interesting, and I could definitely see um, Thanos using that to manipulate um, her in that regard or maybe even someone else. Um, I, I don't know that they'll really do that because I don't think that uh, Aaron Johnson, uh, unless it's just like a secret cameo that no one knows about, but um yeah i mean that that definitely would you know would be interesting as far as the iron man theory uh i'm still 100% uh certain that the stone is in wakanda and you know i i mean unless it's been hidden somewhere with tony this whole time um i mean i, I don't know why they would think it you know would be in his possession, or have something to do with well, him, uh, in any regard, but it
0: was it was a pro- promotional photo or video. I can't remember which one that Marvel had put out that it uh, people are saying yeah. it kind of it kind of makes it seem like the Soul Gym is with um, Stark. And, oh the um, image. yeah
2: I've seen the image where he's in the where he's in the uh right he's in the where game. he's in that, but I mean maybe that means that he does and it could you know, know, it's it's, uh, you know maybe no that's a for, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's a foreshadow that he dies. well, anyway.
0: i mean i always thought I always thought if anyone had to go, it would make the most sense of tony over cap i mean it's the guy who feels as though everything that's happened is because of him. Literally every last major like event that's happened uh, with the Avengers is because of him. Um, So it would make sense that things would come full circle. You'd have a situation to where maybe Thanos is about to take out Cap and Iron Man sacrifices himself for Cap. Um, And and that's how Stark goes. It would make absolutely the most sense. And I will say this, if you're gonna kill Cap, let it be after we hear him say when everyone lines up. I mean everybody lines up. I need to hear Avengers assemble. I need that. I desperately, desperately, desperately need that.
4: So mm-hmm. if you're gonna kill Cap,
0: well, we make sure it's after we get there. Okay, hold I on.
2: Agree with that. Okay, damn it. They, that would have been that would have been <laughs> fine when he was Captain America, but he's he's Nomad. He's not Captain America. In oh, this film. oh, he, he will, will be, be Captain matter. America by the end of this. So, movie. absolutely,
0: that won't matter. Well, if he does it at yeah. the end,
2: okay, and he's established that he's Captain America again, and he has the shield yeah. and and right. all that. That's that's fine. But if he's bearded yeah. Captain and he's running around with Wakanda. Claw shield that he has, mm-hmm. then no, I don't want to see him say Avengers Assemble. Uh, at, and how they gonna say that anyways? When have to have some films characters will probably be dead. I mean, I see Thanos mm-hmm. just laying waste to everybody. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. I don't have these crazy good, I don't see this movie ending on a good note. It's definitely no, gonna I'm have saying, a huge cliffhanger going into the fourth one.
0: I'm I saying so before too. before everyone dies, I want the Avengers and the Guardians to line up to try to take on Thanos, and then he said, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Even if he is Nomad, I could care less. I just need to hear Avengers Assemble. Josh Whedon already spit in my face with the idea at the end of Age of Ultron. I need him to say it. I'd even even be okay if you had, like, they line up and Stark and and Cap go to say it at the same time, and then Stark kind of goes, no, 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 you say it. And then Cap goes, Avengers Assemble. I just need – to hear Cap say that once, especially if you're telling me three and or four will be the last times we see Chris Evans as Cap. I need that.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't think that's I don't think you gotta worry about it. I think it's definitely gonna happen in some capacity. Uh whether it's in the third or the fourth movie, we will hear him say Avengers Assembled at least one time. They they owe us that much, you know? They owe us that. <laughs> uh
4: they owe it to I'm them. telling you, I'm,
1: look, <laughs> I'm looking at these, uh, that picture, the one with, with Stark inside the Soul Stone picture. I'm looking at all the Soul Stone pictures. Yeah, oh, everybody has a connection to some stone. It has Cap in the Space Stone, which we know is the Tesseract. It has um, Star-Lord in the Power Stone, which we know was in Guardians 1, where he took possession of it and didn't kill him. Uh, Time Stone has Dr. Strange in it. Um, obviously, he, it, that's the uh, I.F. Agamotto is the Time Stone or it's inside of it. Uh, the Reality Stone has Thor on it because we saw obviously that stone in Thor, the Dark World. Uh, the Mind Stone obviously has Vision in the front and we know that's what's powering Vision to become, to be Vision, uh, unless he can live outside of it, which is possible because that's how it was in comics. But the Soul Stone definitely has Iron Man right in the front and I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about. It. So, uh, well, I Well, in don't know
2: the... Well, in the trailer, uh, when the Hulk Buster lands, the Hulk Buster landing is the landed, is landing in Wakanda, right? Right, I think so. Okay, yeah, so maybe it's Iron Wakanda. Man is sending. Okay, so maybe Iron Man sent Hulk to Wakanda to retrieve the stone. Maybe that's where they they determine it's at, and that's why he, he's you know that's why he's there. Right, Which just, would I have think a tie so, so into think... Iron Man.
1: I, I definitely agree now that the soul stone is probably in Wakanda myself. Uh, I wasn't – I'm still not a fan of the idea of that many stones being on Earth. I'm like, what makes Earth so damn special? <laughs> <I hold> that <laughs> Which is crazy. But it has three of the fucking stones in it. But whatever. Uh, if it's in Wakanda, cool. If Iron Man has something to do with that soul stone, I'm not sure I like the idea of him being born of a soul stone. And being whatever the fuck that theory was, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm with you. I'm with but,
0: you on that, Joel. I'm with you on that.
1: Yeah, but some type of connection to the whole thing, I'm cool with. But that uh maybe not so much as that. But um going back to Jawan's theory of Quicksilver and all that extra bull. I'm cool with that too. Uh, I would love to see Quicksilver back. I wasn't a huge fan of him dying so quickly. I mean, damn. I know they wanted to kill somebody off to give it some stakes. Um but it kind of sucked to see him die. We barely got to see him. Like, we saw, like, half a movie with him in it. So uh, if he does come back in some capacity, that'd be cool. But it is what it is. Like, I, that's more, that whole theory has more screen time for Charlotte, Witch, and Quick in, um, in Vision than I even expect them to have in this movie, <laughs> especially Vision. Because mm-hmm. once that mind stone comes out, I really don't know what, what, what to make of Vision without the stone. So, yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: So, I'm excited, I had, I'm really excited. Uh-huh. No, I was just going to say I had one quick question, uh, mainly for Nick, because I think Nick would 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 agree with me a little bit more than you, Joel, and, and, and you, Kanan. Uh, so, I just want to ask it really quickly. Um, Nick, wouldn't it yep. be kind of a little cool if uh, Clint does survive these Avenger films and Avengers 4 after – Everything is, you know, they they saved the earth. Whoever died has died. They've done the funerals or whatever. And someone asked Clint, like, you know, now that we've saved the universe again, like, what are you going to do? Wouldn't it be super freaking cool if we get a deep cut to where he goes, I don't know. I've always thought about, you know, maybe taking the family out to the West Coast. Tell me that. Fucking love it. And then maybe. Why wouldn't I like that? <laughs> usually, yeah, with my theory, Joel. You you don't like my series. Yeah, I, what I was trying to yeah, say but was it's
1: stupid. I don't like your theory. <laughs> I, about that.
0: I was saying, um, you know, if they do a deep cut like that, and what if we get possibly a Netflix series of Clint leading um, the West Coast Avengers? I think that would be freaking mm-hmm. perfect and super believable mm-hmm. breath, and super man. doable. I'm just saying now it's doable. Stupid. I don't. I, I he don't, has said I in the past that ben he would
3: be, be down to do a Hawkeye Netflix-style show. Yeah, and, I you know. He know is, their, I'm just saying, Don't know. Yeah,
1: and with their what, new the with their Coast new streaming
3: service coming along, I mean, I think it would be on that. I don't think it would be on Netflix. But if they wanted to, yeah, I, I,
1: they wanted to put
3: if they wanted to put like you know a, a no-brainer, successful, gonna make you a shit ton of money. Um, like Marvel property on there that would be like so smart and it would be like it would be the the easiest way to connect film to movie I'm sorry to film to the, to the outside of the film world with the Netflix and other stuff right yeah
1: I'm yeah, open I just to it myself I thought I'd throw that out there plus I
3: want to see Nathan yeah. Fillion as Wonder Man <laughs> like <Yes>. that's been <laughs> for two movies
2: now I want to see it <laughs>
1: It'd be funny if they ever got to that point. That'd be cool. But I've never been a huge, man of one, been a huge fan of Wonder Man, so I'm not dying for fiction or Um But, yeah, I like the idea of a West Coast Avengers. That'd be really cool. I don't see it happening on Netflix by any means. Um, if it does happen, it'll probably be on the streaming site if they do something on a television budget, you know. But yeah, they definitely should tease something broader. Uh, maybe a, an expansion of Avengers team. Either it's on the West Coast, or they go international and they take it out to overseas or whatever. I'd be down with that as well. Um, anyway, that's uh, that. That is anybody else have any other theories you want to go over before we move on? No. No. Nope. Is that it? Okay. Kane, do you have any theories you want to throw out there? Mm.
2: No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. All
1: right, then we're gonna move on to our next topic,
2: which uh,
1: ooh, is that pizza? That sounded like a door a doorbell. <laughs> 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 but anyway, um, we're gonna go on to our next topic, which which, it seems like we're gonna be talking about Gotham today, the show Gotham on Fox. Uh, and there's some theories out there about what the direction this show is going in and the use of Jerome in the show. Um, and I really don't know where to or how to feel about these theories. There's multiple types of theories thrown out there, Uh, one regarding Penguin and Joker, one regarding uh, Jerome being Joker and not Joker. I'm not really sure. It's kind of confusing. Um, Kanan, would you like to to give us one of the theories that's being thrown out there, or at least one that you like?
2: Um, Well, I guess the – the, I guess the thing right now that's not really—I guess it's not a theory. It was something that Marina background said about a twin.
1: Oh, really? Okay, a twin. Like uh, who has a twin? Yeah,
2: because well, you know, we we had asked David, and then a couple other people asked David if Jerome was the Joker, and right. he said no. I remember. Right. Well, then they asked. Uh, Marina uh, background, I guess, about it, and they were talking about how great he was doing on set and everything, and then he was playing two characters. Oh, interesting. So you think that that Jerome might have a twin like Bruce Wayne had a twin? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Yeah, kind of, that Jerome has a twin brother and that we'll see Jerome's twin brother show up. And I don't know if something oh, will happen. Yeah, so I don't know if something will happen with uh I guess camera's playing two two uh two characters. Uh and I mean this is still gonna piss people off because if this is the case then Jerome's you know, something will ha- possibly happen to to Jerome. He either dies or gets incarcerated or something. And then right his brother or the twin, you know, they didn't say clone, so twin I assume is you know, his twin brother would assume the mantle, would would get the idea for the Joker. Like Jerome never calls himself the Joker. He's not the Joker, but his twin would become that identity. Which is still gonna piss people off but, because now you have a Joker that, that yeah, that's a copycat. That took inspiration from right. someone else, and we know in the comics the Joker never did that. The Joker never right. copied anybody; he's his own character. So I'm still interested to see how Gotham does it. I think it'll be cool when people might geek out seeing it, but you know, it's it, I don't know. I don't know why they just don't make Jerome the Joker. Why is this twin crap? Just have Jerome have an accident with the chemicals and and die, uh, or not really die because we've already seen him die but have him actually then become like the chemicals screw up his brain and then he becomes that actual character. You know, he's not calling himself a joker now, but of course he's throwing around, he's wearing the outfits and stuff like that. So that's the, that's the main thing going around uh, right now. And that's based on what Gotham actors have said.
1: Okay. That's definitely, I didn't know about that one. That's a new one for me. I had no idea that that theory was being thrown around. Um, the whole twin brother. I thought it was twin, like, clone twin. Um, The whole twin brother idea of it, that's a whole other thing. I had no idea. Um, That's pretty cool, though. I mean, different. I'm not sure how I'm going to like it. I definitely got to see it happen uh, before I I, I judge it. I do know about the other theory. Uh, This is an old theory that's come back to light after people seeing what they've seen on the commercials and all that, with the idea of the Penguin actually being the Joker and Jerome... Uh, in some capacity inspiring Penguin to become the Joker in some weird capacity what do you feel about that weird Gotham theory
2: Um, no I don't think that will ever happen Robin Lord Taylor has done too great of a job in being the Penguin a character to you know I think ever I mean I think that would be a disservice to him and to the uh, to the fans of the show, for him to become, uh, you know, the Joker, and it even is a slap in the face to Cameron Monaghan, who has went above mm-hmm. and beyond uh, this portrayal. I I mean, I honestly don't even know if Gotham ever even planned on really bringing the Joker in, uh, mm-hmm. but Cameron has just you know nailed this role. I mean, it's so scary, like how awesome he is as the you know, as I know he's not the Joker by the say, but I mean his look, I mean, that's one of the best looks I've ever seen. I love Heath Ledger's look, but his hairstyle, his face in Gotham after he's come back do he's mm-hmm. he's freakishly scary. He is legit jokerish. I mean in the and we talked to David about that scene they had together where they kinda do um the reverse killing joke where instead of Barbara, mm-hmm. it's Bruce, and he wipes the blood on his face or whatever for the Man. smile, but he, they do it upside down. I mean, I mean, there was chemistry there. Them two work so good together. So, no, for, for them to even entertain that, that's a, just a huge disservice. And I think if they go down that road, then, I mean, I would probably not even want to consider watching it again. I mean, I, I understand mm-hmm. changing some stuff up, but – you you take a great character like the penguin and you make him the Joker and you ruin everything mm-hmm. that they've done. I just I don't agree with that.
1: I, I I'm with you. I think that's a little bit too much uh too much leeway there. Yeah. That's going a little bit overboard. We that Joker should be Joker, penguin should be penguin. We don't need them to be uh one and the same or whatever weird thing they want to put together. Uh so I agree with you there. But that is an old, old theory uh, based on the fact that a lot of people felt like this penguin looked a lot more like the Joker than Penguin. And that's mainly because he's really thin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's not the husky, fat penguin that we're used to. But in due time, people get old and they start losing themselves in the power. I have a feeling we'll probably see Husky Penguin at some point in the show. I'm not sure when, but it'll happen, I think. Um, I wanted to point out before we continue on our Gotham discussion, that Nick and Jawan had to step out, so it's just uh, us two, Kenan, uh until uh, the end of the show. Um, okay. So we can like we can still uh, go in on this a uh, little, little. We can go into a little more depth with uh, with Gotham now that it's just us two. So, do you have any other? Do you? Or is there anything you want to see in Gotham going forward? Considering I think it was Cameron Monaghan teased. Um, did he say, I think it was Long Halloween. I think he teased a long Halloween with all the villains showing up at some point. Um, I'm excited. I'm super excited because I'm really curious as to see what direction um, this show goes in and, and what crazy surprise they're, they're talking about. Cause they're all saying it's going to be crazy and shocking. I just hope it's not penguins becoming Joker shocking. I just want to be something else shocking. So what, what are your ideas? Uh,
2: yeah, I, I think that the show is going in a really good direction. Um, when we talked to David, he did tease that Gotham is going to go to a very dark place um, towards the end of the season. So I fully expect there to be all kinds of hell breaking loose. Uh, you know, maybe even some surprise people uh, being killed off uh, or something, something huge happening. Um. um I really like the idea of that team up. Um, you know, it's kind of the, the Legion of Doom of, of Gotham, uh, you know, pretty much against the villains against the GCPD. I don't know really where Bruce will fit in line with that right now. He's still kind of finding mm-hmm. himself. Um, Definitely. I was, I was really disappointed that Gotham chose to move on from Maggie Gayha as um, As Poison Ivy, I feel like she didn't really get a fair shake. Um, But I do like where they're going with uh, Poison Ivy. Peyton List um, was amazing. Uh, She's even more deadly. Uh, She's fully confident now. Like, no one's going to stand in her way. And I, I can't wait to see how well she plays, you know, into all this. Because we know in the comics, Poison Ivy does tend to uh, side with people from time to time, but she's nobody's lackey. She doesn't take orders from anybody. So this version of Poison Ivy seems almost like she'll work with um, Selena but it's going to kind of be her way um, or the highway. So I don't know how they're going to work um, together to, um, you know, and of course Selena kind of flips back and forth between good guy and bad guy um, like she does in the comics. So mm-hmm. uh Gotham's definitely an interesting show. They take a lot of risks. They uh for, sure. for a lot of stuff that people don't agree with, they make up for like I said, they've given us a lot of great characters. Um the Riddler, you know, uh Corey Michael Smith is one of the best actors on that show. He's amazing as the Riddler. Right. Uh um, I agree. Uh we still haven't seen Scarecrow. They they cast uh David Thompson as Scarecrow. So they've got somebody mm-hmm. else coming in uh to play him. Okay. Uh yep, you know, and uh we've still got um you know, Cameron Monaghan, the whole Joker storyline, uh Robin Lord Taylor as Penguin. I mean these are all mm-hmm. great actors that they've brought a Hollywood style um character you know, to TV, I mean, they could definitely translate uh, to the movies. I mean, I could definitely see Robin Lord Taylor being the Penguin. I know people want a more heavier set Penguin, but Robin Lord Taylor Mm has, I mean, he's up there probably even more brutal than the Penguin was in Batman Returns. I mean, he's just, he, I mean, he, he's great. So, I mean, that show's just done so much.
1: I agree, man. I've enjoyed a lot of Gotham, a lot of it, and a lot of it because of the villains. I think the villains are completely done well. I've also enjoyed uh, what they've done with Bruce Wayne, um, but I think the standouts are, aside from Gordon himself and their direction they took the DCPD, um, the villains. The villains make that show, and I think a lot has to do with their or the origins of these villains who are not these villains just yet. Because really, if you look at the show, only a some of them I go by their comic book names like they're like Penguin they call mm-hmm. him Penguin um, but everybody else they don't they just who they are they don't really have names Scarecrow they guess they call him the Scarecrow at this point um, but he's mm-hmm. just becoming the Scarecrow like just now and he's a kid still he's like a young man uh, I thought Professor Pig that was one of the better villains they've had on the show I loved Professor Pig on that show I was completely shocked at yep. the direction they went with it in certain ways but they did a great job of Professor Pig on Gotham. Um, I like the Mad Hatter in this show. I thought that what they did with the Mad Hatter was really good in this show. I think the one villain I'm still waiting He's for. He's I have yet to see. I, yeah, I think, I think a lot of them are. I think a lot of these villains are going to, especially this season, we're going to see a lot of these guys come up out of nowhere. But the one villain I'm still waiting to see that I, they'll probably wait for next season because they, they, I think they'll be renewed um, is the Ventriloquist. I really want to see the Ventriloquist. <laughs> I love Scarface and the ventriloquist, so I would love to see that version on Gotham. He definitely fits in that the the that world uh that they created there. I think it'd be really cool to see the ventriloquist on Gotham.
2: Um that's like one of my well, favorite. Well we saw the Toymaker. Uh, I mean he, they yeah, we, we saw did. the Toymaker, yeah. of course he uh, like he don't survive. <laughs> uh well no, they called him the Toymaker in uh on in, in in the Season Return, yeah. The toy maker, oh, the guy that uh, created the bomb. Oh, that guy! That was, I mean, the that, most recent yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, so they they teased. Um, you know, they uh, of course, you know, his son may take over the mantle now. Uh, After right, right. you know his father getting killed, if his father died, they didn't really show him exactly die, but uh, we mm-hmm. speculate that, that he did die. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they've teased the Calendar Man yet. I, I think they may actually – you know, I could see them doing they, Calendar Man. Have they teased Calendar anything. Man yet? I don't think so. But I think they could, I, I think I they could bring him so. in. I don't think so. They definitely and they could.
1: it I mean, no, has uh, been a lot since yeah, he have seen
2: there. Yeah, he was in the – I think he'll show up in, in, coming up. But he's another great actor that um, – He is his version of Zaz is, is is awesome and I think definitely that different. they've done a great <laughs> job with him. So yeah, the show's definitely centered around um, you know, the villains, but uh I definitely think uh Ben McKenzie's grown as um Gordon. Detective Gordon. Uh I think, right. I think it's Captain Bullock I like Captain. Uh yeah, Captain, yeah. I think Bullock's grown a lot. He's had a lot of character development. And I think that's what I love about this show is that there is so much character development uh, with everybody that nobody is who they were from season one. So if you went and watched season one and then you watched this season, if you can watch that and tell me that nobody has had character development or n- nobody's grown, I will call you a liar. And I want you to show me where they haven't because they've definitely grown uh, on that show. And that's a lot more than... I can say for a lot of other shows that – especially some on the CW. I'm not a a non-fan of CW shows, but I don't see a whole lot of character development with a lot of those. I see a lot of the same type storylines, whereas – because they don't take risk. I don't think they take a lot of risk on CW. Gotham is a huge risk show. It's almost like they – every show that they uh – yeah, it's almost like every show that they make is them expecting it to be the last. So they're just like right. dude, we're going, balls, to, though, we're going balls deep. Yeah, it's like we're going balls deep and we're going to we want people talking about this show. You know, but right. think of the they have to, stuff? And I and I honestly think that's where Agents of Shield has went this year. I think they've actually kind of went in with a "we're not coming back" mentality. So let's just do whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's actually worked for them. There's actually a lot more talk of Agents of Shield this year than there's ever Mm -hmm. been. I mean,
1: it was a crazy season so far.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to believe they're coming up on their hundredth episode, man.
1: I mean, they're actually they actually have enough episodes
2: to go in syndication now.
1: I never thought that show would ever pass
2: the second year. Yeah,
1: me neither crazy and it's not it's an okay show it got better as the time went by because they they learned to like walk on their own two feet and not depend on the movie so much um but i, I that, that show definitely it, it's definitely stepped up its game i really enjoy the show now it's a it's i still don't love the show but i still i enjoy it definitely more than i did when it first started i still enjoy Gotham yeah, they, just a little bit more <laughs>
2: yeah they've introduced yeah, oh gotham's a much better show like i mean i don't know any show that's uh, Agents of Shield is is just an okay show. I, I don't really get how it's made it to where it is, but every CW show uh, is light years better than Shield. But Shield has given us some great characters um, that we'll probably never see in uh, you know in the you know live action films and stuff like that. Sure. So I mean, I, I do yeah. give them, I do give them props for that. But uh, right, yeah, I mean they they don't. Ha- Hold a candle to what they're doing over on Netflix, right? No, I love the Netflix
1: show so much, and I can't wait for Jessica Jones next week. It's no, this week. Well, technically, yeah, yep, coming out <laughs> on uh, more yeah. yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super excited for Jessica Jones season two. I've heard good things. I loved season one. I know some people didn't. I really enjoyed uh, season one of Jessica Jones, so I look forward to seeing in what direction they go with this this season and in what in what capacity. Uh, they use uh, uh what's his name, Kilgrave. I uh, can't wait to see how that works out. I uh, can't wait to see what happens with Hellcat or if they ever, if she ever suits up at all. Uh, there's just so many questions. So many questions. What we see, Luke. You know, a lot of
2: different questions. I'm really excited. So
1: Thursday can't come soon enough when it comes to Jessica. How do you feel about Jessica?
2: I've heard nothing but great things about it. Uh, of course, you know, um, we, you know, Jawan actually. Uh, got to preview uh, some of the episodes. Right. I usually let him right. do all the the previewing uh, of the shows, right. and he's had uh, nothing but you know great stuff to to say about it. Yeah, so I'm really I'm really looking forward to it. I think uh, I, I I wasn't really a big fan of Iron Fist, but I do think Jessica right. Jones and Luke Cage and and Daredevil have been the standout shows, and that's why I was kind of like a little bit disappointed with defenders i i I thought they would bring that chemistry over uh Mm -hmm. but defenders was a little bit more of a letdown than i thought it would be but um, no jessica jones i think this season from what i'm hearing it takes it up a notch uh it's a little bit more uh, a little bit more dark um it's Mm -hmm. definitely a lot of twists and turns uh, that i think people will enjoy Yeah, I hope so. Like, I was a fan of all the
1: shows so far. I think Iron Fist, after after sitting down and letting it marinate, Iron Fist turned out to be obviously the weakest link. Uh, But not that I didn't like a lot of what they tried to do, but in the end, we know what Scott Buck (laughs) as showrunner is going to do for you. Uh, And it's just not a good idea to go cheap on a show that needed just a little bit more of a budget and less office space. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think we're yeah. gonna see that in season two of Iron Fist. So hopefully that that's the case in Iron Fist season two takes us through that Kung fu thriller we should have gotten in season one. I had a great time with defenders. Uh some people had their issues, obviously. Uh yes I can see where the letdown came, especially with um uh well what was her name? Uh her having such a surprising death in the middle that's spoilers. Um what was it? Who was the going anywhere? Right? I think it was going to Uh right? yes. Yeah, her... her uh, yeah, dying, in
2: like, Defenders,
1: like, yeah. Right, right, d- dying midway through. Everyone's kind of disappointed in her role there. And I'm like, I didn't expect her to have such a big role. After, you know, what what could she physically do? That's, that's how I imagined it. So I was not really that shocked by it. Um, So it didn't really bother me as much as it bothered some people. But I had a good time with it. Uh, Punisher was fucking amazing. And I really can't wait to see... It. Because, like I like you, Jawan has just hasn't said anything bad about it. So I'm looking forward to what the hell he just saw. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. Anyway, um, I think we've come to a close friend. I think we've, got, we've I gotten to think... all the topics. You were saying?
2: Yeah, I think so too, man. And uh, it, it's been really good. And uh, I think we'll, we'll definitely have a lot more um, to talk about in the coming weeks, but uh, now we can mm-hmm. uh, go and enjoy the Oscars and see who comes away sure. with the uh, some some gold statues, maybe Logan will win. I hope
1: so. You know, we're 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 crossing our fingers for Logan. It definitely deserves to come away with something in my opinion. So hopefully, I think, uh, hopefully.
2: Uh, Guardians I think was nominated for uh, a special effect. Special effects? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So I think Guardians uh for screenplay. Mm-hmm. So, so who I knows, think- man, we could Marvel might bring home uh, one of their their first Oscar. You know, uh, the DC fans they they got that going for them. You know, Suicide Squad with the, yeah.
1: uh, <laughs> their, with, the uh, with the makeup, and hair. <laughs> the Oscar for makeup. Yeah. That's right, dude. <laughs> they get that. Hey man, that was some good makeup and hair. Clock looked amazing. I'm just gonna say, I'm just saying. Uh,
2: I know they. I know they were they were knocking. Uh, I think Nick and them were were dogging the Suicide Squad outfits, but I mean. I think they did pretty they did, pretty like, well for uh, uh for their 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 makeup and their their outfits and stuff like that. So right. I was listening to one class. screw you man.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we'll see if anybody other comic book movies get out of Oscar today. Did you want to plug anything before we close it out?
2: Um, right. no, just keep following us on uh Twitter oh, at Geek Vibes Nation. Uh make sure you check right. out some of our past uh interviews. We just did one with Amy Rootberg from uh or Rutberg right, right. from uh Defenders and Daredevil. Uh so make right, sure you go right. check that out. We also have the one with uh, uh Sean Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy. We did right. uh, we have the interview one. with yep. uh with uh David Mazouz from Gotham. Right. Uh Dean mm-hmm. Kane. So uh you know, and we've got uh quite a few more planned um in the I'm coming up. months. Uh right. You know, just a tease. We do have hopefully uh somebody from Black Lightning. Uh we're also trying to get someone from Titans.
0: Uh so those nice. are just
2: some, some teases from uh some upcoming interviews that we'll definitely have. And I'm in the works of trying to get Uh, some huge uh, Marvel names uh, from the world of Marvel, uh, the MCU. Not television, but the MCU. So hopefully uh, we'll get some uh, feedback on those um, and go from there.
1: Those would be great if we can get an MCU aside from Sean Gunn, of course. (laughs)
2: Like anybody else in MCU, would be great. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's um, he's He's a what? I was saying he's our our first uh, get from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. and we're going to try to get right, right. Uh, a few other ones as well. Yeah, I can't wait till we get somebody. That'd be really great. It's going
1: to be awesome for us. Uh, where can they find you, Caden? Uh, again,
2: you can find <laughs> me. Yeah, you can find me again at uh, on the uh, Twitter page at Geek Nation. Nation. Uh, also, I'm uh, now running the Vero page. Uh, so if oh, you right, right. If you're new and hit the Vero, uh, make sure you check that out. We'll be uh, posting uh, some news and stuff there as well.
1: Nice. And you can find me at Joel underscore J27 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Joel Jimenez on Facebook, obviously, on Geek Vibes page. And uh, that's it, guy. Uh, Let's let's close it out. I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Enjoy the Oscars, and we'll come back next week so we can talk whatever other crazy news pops up. Uh, that we're definitely going to be discussing, and we should have a fuller cast by then. So with that said, goodbye, Kanan, and goodbye, Geekbaz Nation.
2: Peace. Peace.